Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Odem Dell with the Smart Mentality Podcast, and as always, I'm here with my man JD. What's happening, homie? Popping. Yeah, man. Thanks for tuning in over here on the Barbershop Mentality Podcast Network on SoundCloud, YouTube, and iTunes. You know, we're gonna be on Spotify soon, so we're gonna be hitting that up. But we appreciate y'all wherever y'all listening to us from. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know, we keep dropping these off. Uh, what is this? Episode four, five, something like that. We three. Still... I think it's three. Three? Oh. <laughs> it might be four. The first one and it was us. Then the second one. Actually, yeah, this might be four. Okay, okay, okay. It was before yeah. Mania, after Mania, Shake Up. So, yeah, it's four. So, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, we, we rocking, man. We still going strong. You know, we... We we always getting our predictions wrong. That's what we good about, you know what I'm saying? But we here, we having fun with it, you know, it is what it is. Um Exactly. I mean we started on the wrong foot, but I mean we gotta keep going. <laughs> it's all good, yo. Um, yeah, man, so it was an interesting week. You know, uh I you know, we're gonna get into it, but I really enjoyed SmackDown this week. Yeah, exactly. I mean I feel I feel we'll we'll definitely talk about it, but SmackDown was the MVP for, for this week. Um but I did. I did want to quickly. I did want to quickly go over something we missed from last week because I, I didn't watch 205 until Sunday, uh-huh. and uh, the the main event on 205 was fire. Okay, okay. It was the the, the Lucha House Party versus yeah. um, Tazawa and um, and uh, Hideo Itami. Yeah, they've been killing it. Big match. Yeah, yeah, like the like you know if you like that was one of those matches where even if you're not keeping up with 205. Um, you know, definitely give that match a, a watch because I, I was thoroughly entertained. I, I I heard rumors that they're supposed to be bringing in a, a cruiserweight tag team belt. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, like, to to be honest, it sounds like they're bringing mad tag team belts because I heard, like, yeah. you know, pages about SmackDown like doing women's tag, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, you know, that's I, I guess you know you have the roster for it now, kind yeah. of. But I mean, usually I. I I'm kind of mixed. When you, when you half-ass tag teams, it, it can end up kind of being hollow. So I'm yeah. I'm wondering how they're gonna do that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking of tag teams, uh, SmackDown tag team division looks looks really good. In my, opinion. I was just looking at it and just looking at what feuds could possibly happen and all this, this and that. And uh, yeah, I, I think SmackDown's tag team division looks really good compared to last year. It was like, nah, it was just just uh, Usos. Yeah, I mean, Rube they were kind of they were struggling. Like they they were struggling, but like they had they had teams that I feel like you know were a little underdeveloped. But at the same time. Yeah, like right now in comparison, it's way way better. It's way more stacked. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but we'll, we'll we'll get into that when we get to SmackDown. But um, I, I guess you know you want to start with Raw with yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the thing is like from my perspective, like Raw was kind of dry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like I don't feel like anything really major happened. Uh, you know, it was just more of the same. This kind of a, a fake build up to. What's it was kind of you know the the greatest Royal Rumble of yeah. all time, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the the uh, the the most magnificent Rumble of this millennia. <laughs> it was like, uh, so how did it start? It started with like Roman start, and Brock, right? Yeah, yeah. It started well. It started off with the Bruno, uh, I mean Bruno uh, tribute. Oh yeah. Bruno it tribute, started off with the Bruno dope. tribute, and if you notice, Brock Lesnar was not there. Uh, <laughs> and then after the tribute, he comes out with uh Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman cut the longest promo I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what's sad about the Paul Heyman promos? Like when when Paul Heyman did his promos for CM Punk, that shit was fire, and he CM Punk didn't need them because mm-hmm. he could do his own fire promos, but it was still fire. You got chills down your spine, and then when 
he started doing promos for Brock when Brock first came back. It was like it was in this weird era of WWE where nobody was really stepping up to the plate and only like one or two people could cut a fire promo. And mm-hmm. then you had Paul Heyman and he would come in and shit on everybody. And like he, he set this bar that was really high. Now it not, it's not that anybody has really risen to that occasion. I mean, a, a few people have, Yeah, but like, I feel like Paul Heyman's promos, kind of like Bray Wyatt's promos, have become kind of hollow to me. Because, mm. and it's not that you know, like, it's just it just seems like he's saying the same thing every time he comes out. Like yeah. he just comes out and he, you know, oh yeah, like Brock, he beats everybody up, and I'm just gonna like, and he repeats himself, and he's really like passionate, and that's cool. But I mean, like, how many times are you gonna cut the same promo? Like, yeah. speaking of promos, like. Um, Drew McIntyre had a fire promo. Yeah, he he basically with, with called, called yeah with Ziggler. He called everybody lazy and all that, and and it was it was just dope. Yeah, I was into so, that. You know, uh, um, you know, I know a lot of people have been shitting on the uh, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler teaming up, but uh, I I, I think is after that promo, I was like, shit, you know, <laughs> they about to run mm-hmm. through this, yo. Yeah, I mean, I like. I, I'm of two minds of it, right? Because yeah. it's a, it's one of those random tag teams, right? That or I don't even know if it's a tag team, but it's like a random alliance. Uh-huh. But um, on one hand, it gives Ziggler something to do mm-hmm. because you know Ziggler, he you know he's another one of those guys where you know I remember that period of time where like Ziggler was like the guy. Like after Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, it was like Ziggler. It's like that's mm-hmm. who you're rooting for. But now he's kind of like fallen you know into some land of obscurity but like being with with, um him and kind of co-signing somebody is a new interesting angle for him Mm -hmm. it's just a weird pairing and it's like i feel like if this is eventually going to turn into a you know a a match series between the two i've seen seen people compare it to Shawn michaels and diesel you know yeah i could see that i could see that well you know everybody you know Dolph is Shawn Michaels, like, 8.0 and shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he's trying. Like, I still feel like he hasn't hit the full super kick. Like, he, he keeps <laughs> tuning up the band. <laughs> but, yeah. um, it's like, it, like when you when you put it like that, I'm actually really cool with it, especially because Drew McIntyre is kind of, like, a, a better version of Diesel, mm-hmm. just, like, in terms of, you know, execution yeah. in the ring. But, um... I don't know. Like, I, I wonder if they're actually gonna go through with that angle because if they do, that could be big. But you know, it's yeah, it, like it, it's it's, it's kind of hard to tell right now. But you know, yeah, I, I'm yeah. down. I'm down to see what happens. I, I agree with you. But you know, you know, one thing I did notice. Remember last week we talked about how the authors of pain. It like why was them versus uh, uh Rhino and Slater like a, a actual match and not like a yeah. a, a straight up slaughter beatdown. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dolph Ziggler and uh, Drew McIntyre straight shitted on uh, Titus Worldwide. Like I didn't get that. Yeah, and I think it's because like because the, the whole Titus Worldwide is the most pointless thing going on on Raw right now. I it was argue. dope at one point. Yeah, like behind like when they were recruiting people and yeah. like, I like the idea behind it, but I mean. Like Apollo has really failed to step up to the plate in any meaningful way, and I still kind of blame Triple H on that one for calling him up too early. Was it, was it Triple H or was it Vince? Well, one of them. Like, yeah. it, like it might have been Vince, honestly. But I mean, regardless, like you know, you, you got to make some of those calls every now and then. And I think they took a gamble, and th- and it's weird because they called him up when it wasn't even that crowded. But now yeah. it's like. You have this guy, he's extremely talented, but you're, you know, he, he has no personality really. Like, I, I can't see him being heel because he doesn't look mean. <laughs> and I can't, I can't see him be like, him as a face is like super corny right now yeah. because he can't really talk. So it's like he has to wrestle and he needs someone to speak for him, but then he has Titus speaking for him. But Titus is kind of a joke right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that, that all they had was that Black History Month push, and even that was half-assed. Yeah. So it's like, 
I can't get behind them. So it's like, you know, I could I could see why they got squashed, you know, and you're trying to build up Drew yeah. again. Yeah, but, but I'm so- what, I, what I'm getting at is the authors of pain uh, portion of it is like, why didn't they? Why are they not squashing people left and right right now? Yeah, I mean, and they should be. Yeah, they yeah. definitely should be squashing everybody. They should be running through people right now. But they they had like an actual. They were struggling against Slater and Rhino, who hasn't beat anybody in I don't know how long. Yeah, like I, like I felt like the story there. If the story was oh, because Paul Ellering was what pulled them together. Yeah, and he was kind of lingering in the background, be like, I told you, you guys would have trouble if if it wasn't for me or whatever. But that's not what they're doing, it, it, so maybe that was just bad booking. I don't know. It, no, that's probably not even what they're doing. I was going to say it could be a way for them to, you know, because Paul Ellering just came back on TV, and they was like, oh, it's Paul Ellering. He managed, uh, you know, the Road Warriors and everybody, and blah, 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 right? But it was, mm-hmm. but maybe it's a way for them to get him off TV and then bring him back and get everybody used to him again. I don't know, because he, 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 he said he doesn't mind traveling. Yeah, maybe, so maybe it know. is. I don't know. Maybe it is a storyline thing, or maybe they just maybe maybe yeah. Maybe it was just a maybe it was just a, a weird call on their part. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But also, what what else happened overall? Uh, and then early, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah so, the, the 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 fake fans. Did you? Uh, oh yeah. So yeah. So this was so we kind of skipped ahead. Yeah. But going back to Brock and Roman and stuff. So Brock and you know and Paul Heyman caught, cutting this promo, and then Roman comes out and. There's this very controversial thing that happened. Now, granted, I I kind of fast forwarded through most of the segment, mm-hmm. but I did see the 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 controversial parts of it. So you, I, I guess, since you saw it live, you can kind of describe it a little bit more. But pretty much, um, yeah, like they they were pretty much were like trying to make it seem like the fans were into Roman way more than you know they actually were. Cause they were just using plants. They kept cutting to the same damn people. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just weird because it was like they they cut to them at different angles, so it was like the same people. It was yeah. <laughs> and then you could hear them chanting Roman before, like I don't know. Just was, I can I was listening to I was watching Raw right, and you can like hear the audio of them chanting Roman really loud, and then they, all of a sudden they cut to them. It was like yeah. It was it was like. I don't know. It was it was just mad weird, yo. Yeah, and it's like, it's it's crazy. Like I I don't like, know. Like how do they have the did... camera on those exact fans and knew they was about to chant Roman? I don't know. That's yeah. that's what I was getting at. Like they usually yeah, just cut the random spots in the crowd, which is which is cool. But this one seemed a little uh, planned, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, it definitely it, it probably was, and it's like, you know, obviously the Roman experiment's not going the way they wanted to, and it, it's. I wouldn't put it past them to put plants in the crowd, but that's just like extra whack if they did because it became even more obvious because like, you know, people aren't stupid. They're going to see that it's the same group of people that you're panning to and like, you know, you know, oh, I came for Roman. Like they happen to have these same, these uh, signs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you know, they, they have gone to territories where. Roman has been relatively over and you know compared to other places you know but I don't know it just it, like it, it seemed a little bit ingenuous or disingenuous yeah. uh, um, so I don't know but either way he he didn't even say anything too that was the worst part about it because this this dude comes out and just says the same shit he says all the time oh it's my yard and blah 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 and I'm like come on man like I don't know I just like the, the 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 sad part about Roman Reigns right now is like I was willing to to give in and be a fan, right? But then this whole thing that they're doing is just making it worse. It's like like I, if if Roman would have won at WrestleMania, I would have been happy, right? But if he wins at the Greatest Royal Rumble or whatever, I'm gonna be like I'm not even gonna have any emotion. I'm just gonna be like whatever. Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, like, I, I, I'm. I'm I'm wanting I'm want him to win because I don't want the belt on Brock. I I, I think yeah, I, yeah, I, like that's, that, I that's don't want the really belt on Brock thing. more than I don't want Roman to win. And so yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm if I have to have Roman to win in order for me to get the belt off Brock, okay, whatever. Let's just get out of this territory right now because I don't like it. I agree. I agree. That's I that's mean, that's just my perspective. This is it. I want to yeah. get out of there. 
that. I mean, I would rather it on him than Brock. But I mean, if even even if Brock, the way I see it, like with the contract that Brock Brock has, like Roman wins, and then he still gets a rematch, and they're still gonna have to drag the feud out to whenever they feel like. Maybe he'll go away until SummerSlam or something, and that'll come back up. But I mean, if you do, at least it'll refresh the you know things for a little while. So. We'll see, but I don't know. I don't have my hopes up for that, but if it does happen, I'm cool with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. other than that, uh, like, like we said, Raw in general like didn't really have much going for it. I mean, they, they're trying to build stuff up with No Way Jose, and I, I'm just, you know, like, yeah, they... No Way Jose NXT, I, you know, he was fine. Like, I, he, I never really got super behind him, but... You know, he, there there were a couple of moments like the the th- you know what I like when WWE does like when they take a character that's known for being jokey or comedic and then they have them turn it off and be aggressive in moments where they need to be. Mm-hmm. So it's like they've done that with the New Day, where it's like when New Day is all happy and stuff, but when they were feuding with the Usos for a period of time, when it gets down to business, they can get down to business and yeah. they, they start Kev- being Kevin Owens and Sammy the same way, like they. Yeah, those looks in their eyes, and they like you know they literally turn into different characters. Exactly, and like Noe Jose has done that because I forgot who he was feuding. I think it was when he was feuding with Lars Sullivan, or he was mm-hmm. feuding with somebody. But he had a moment where he was getting serious. Was it, was it was Austin like, Aries? Maybe it was like yeah, it was it was relatively you know it was in that that weird period of NXT where they were still kind of yeah fighting. at the Finn left. Yeah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but pretty much like he he was he was doing he, like he has the potential right, but still like Noe Jose is still that kind of character that you know, as soon as I saw him come on Raw, it's just I got vibes that like I, I don't know how much longer this this gimmick is gonna hold up for me. But yeah. granted, like trying to start this beef with him and Corbin, it's like Corbin's another guy who I'm just like whatever right now. Yeah. So that wasn't very interesting. Um, Bobby Lashley lost to I mean Bobby Roode lost to uh, Elias. Yeah, which I'm like whatever because like again like Bobby, like I feel like the Bobby Roode thing isn't gonna manifest for me until he goes heel and then you yeah. know like that's what he does best. And I'm, I'm with you, yo. Yeah. I miss I miss you know three piece suit Bobby Roode, yo. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing this crazy. nigga in a robe in his underwear every week. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. Like he has no like his face charisma could potentially be fine, but it's like I don't believe him yet, you know. And he needs to he needs to be in the right program. And like Elias, he, he's in this weird spot right now because he's over, but he hasn't really done anything besides get beat up. So like I like there's a lot of I feel like the general consensus with Raw is that there's a lot of directionless yeah. angles. Where I there's not a lot going on. Also with Elias, I think they were trying to hold off on the push for Mania because you know they, you don't want to blow your load like how, you know, for instance when when he Slater got over with everybody right with the I got kids Ooh. shit, and then they said yeah. fuck it let's give him the title right so they gave him the belt, but after they gave him the belt it was a feel good moment it was dope I wanted him to get it but after that it was like what do we do now. Yeah, exactly. Was, uh, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. hey, I, I, to be honest though, I, I'm, I'm happy they did it that way. Yeah. And that you know, that was a good story. That was a good storyline. All that shit, you know, played out well. But yeah, it was more like, oh, so, so what's next? Like, <laughs> but um, just like it got taken away from them. Yeah. So you know, so I, I think they didn't want to blow their load with the lies just yet. Just let them get over. Let them be over. And then, you know, now we can move on to more storylines, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, so, you, so uh, other than that, we had that, uh, we had that, you know, I guess Bo and uh, Curtis were trying to find oh, that was funny. someone yeah. else to align with, and that was cool. I enjoyed that. Um, but all it did was lead to a tag match against Seth and Finn, and you know that Seth and Finn are winning that. So, yeah. like, match-wise, there was no real investment there, but... Um, yeah, we, so we mentioned that they had, a uh, Sammy, I mean, uh, yeah, Sammy and Kevin versus Lashley and, uh, and, uh, Braun. Yeah. And that was interesting. Um, the Sammy you know, and Kevin show happy. was funny as hell. They should have been did yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Talk, talk about that a little that, bit. Cause I, I know I, that, that the, the, I don't know. It's just funny as hell to me. Season Sammy, Glenn, Sammy, hello. it's funny as hell 
to me, seeing Sami Zayn when he wears the glasses and how he acts when he wears the glasses is just funny. It's like he acts like an old grandma or something. It's funny as shit. And so, yeah. like, there was he was like, uh, you know, oh, what you got, five kids? And then uh, Kevin's like, six. He said, no, he has five. <laughs> he said, he has six. And he was like, so Sami Zayn uh, put out his phone I and mean, put out his notepad and started going down. He said, ah. Oh. And then Kevin Owens goes, yeah, see, you miss Jason Jordan. And uh, <laughs> Sammy goes, yeah, so does, uh, he, he said, he said, you forgot Jason Jordan. And Sammy Zayn goes, uh, oh, yeah, so does Kurt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit had me dying. Yeah, that, that was good stuff. Like, I mean, you got to, like, Sammy and Kevin usually deliver to whatever degree they can. Um, you know, and that was kind of funny to see. Um yeah, I enjoyed that segment for what it was. And obviously, like, they, you know, still, so they set up this match. And uh, that match, you know, it was just a typical what you would expect from this type of match. But, you know, I'm still happy to see Lashley back. You know, I'm curious how they're mm-hmm. going to pr- position him. Like, uh, I could see them having him in line to fight Brock eventually just because of their similar paths. Um, yeah. So it's like curious if they're gonna have him like end up fighting somebody major and on raw but it's like i would say braun but braun is like super face right now so it's like i i can't really see that happening and he's another guy who i'm assuming that they're they're gonna try to do something with him soon like you know see like i, I feel like um the the royal the rumble kind of has them in a holding pattern so it's like they they're kind of afraid to get started on some of their storylines <laughs> yeah um but uh, you know i did like uh i did uh, another thing that happened i did like what they were trying to do with uh what's his name with uh pff, chad gable chad oh yeah, yeah 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 that was a good match him and gender that was really good mm-hmm. yeah that, that was a good match and you know, chad gable he's my dude he's been yeah. putting on good matches on smackdown for, before like tag match singles match whatever and you know what? I, I really liked that segment where he came and talked to Angle and he asked about Jason and, yeah. and Angle was like, well, you know, he's he's doing all right, but this isn't about Jason. This is about you. Yeah, he was like, he's so, like, I didn't bring you over here to be a a, a, a tag, uh, you know, a tag team or whatever. He's like, I brought you over here for you and all this. I was like, oh, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm, I really still like I, I felt. Rem- so the call that we made last time about them having this team angle thing and then maybe splitting them up. Like we made this call. I still feel like that is very much a possibility based on what they're setting up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, because I feel like Gable, you know, he gender so that, you know, he, they, they're kind of putting that as a surprise victory, but either way, I feel like Gable's going to have a, a number of, well, I would hope to believe that Gable's going to have a number of like victories He's going to win Kurt's favor while J- Jason's not there. And then Jason comes back. It's going to become a, a rivalry between the two. So, like, if if all goes good, I think that's one positive storyline they could have that doesn't necessarily involve a title, but it has stakes. And there there's, like, backstory there. And there's, you know, I feel like there, there, there's potential. Oh, word, word, word. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I um, You know, I, I think the exact same thing that's going to happen, uh, you know, a rivalry between them two. Um, mm-hmm. What else happened? Uh, the, 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 what was it? A 10 man tag match between, with the women's, a 10 women. Yeah. Yeah. Match, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Match. Like, yeah. That was the main event pretty much. And uh, it was all the good guys versus all the bad guys. <laughs> and uh, at some point in the match, um, I think, uh, was it? Yeah, Natalia got hurt. Yeah, and uh, you know they. What's they her name? Much- uh, I think it was Sarah Logan. She like clipped her, clipped her leg, or whatever. So she, you know, she hurt her knee. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Sarah Logan. Yeah. Yo, so this is disrespectful as hell, but I think people understand why I did this. So I'm watching this on DVR, right? Yeah. And they get up to the part in backstage when they're interviewing the Riot Squad, and then Ruby speaks, and I listen to her. She her was has to say yeah and then Liv speaks and i listen to what she has to say and as soon as they went to sarah i fast forward her because i could not <laughs> i, I, I didn't know what I was gonna happen I, I, yeah it's like i like 
the, the my insides just cringed because as soon as she started thinking, I thought a game me. Like, <laughs> game I can't, like, <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I, I can't hear her talk without thinking about game me. Uh-huh. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, uh, like just, and then she just, all she does is talk about, like, I get it. You're from the country. Like you yeah. don't have to bring up that you hunt all the time. And it's like, maybe that would stand up better if she was on her own and she could get her character across. But it's like, every time she speaks, she has to remind people. It's like, it's like a defense mechanism. It's like, yes, I have this accent. It's because I'm from the South and I hunt. And I was like, okay, but I already know, but come on. Like, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So they're having this match. Um, and Natalia gets hurt from Sarah Logan, as you mentioned. And then, uh, they start to jump her, and then Rhonda comes out and does her mean face, yeah, storm yeah, to the yeah. ring, and uh, you know she defended Sh- uh, Natalia, which was cool. So I, you know, but I- I'm gonna start something. I don't know if I said this last time, but the, I- I'm gonna call it the Rhonda Watch. What you and mean? this is pretty much my my weekly countdown to how many weeks it takes until she has an actual match on Raw. Oh yeah, she has to practice it right now. Yeah, because like, <laughs> I like you know I I know Rhonda's busy and I know she's like traction or whatever, but as far as I'm concerned and as far as they sold it to us, like she's yeah. she's gonna be on Raw every week and she's supposed to be wrestling and it's like they're trying to pose her in this position to have a match with somebody, right? And it's like I understand, okay, if you want to do a tag match with Rhonda and and Natalia versus the you know the Riot Squad, that's fine, but have her have a match on Raw. Like I don't see, like she can go. We already like we know she can go. Just give it to us. Like, yeah, you know you're you're not you're like you're willing to waste literally every other talent you have every week. So why not let her get get some shit in? Give know? her give her give her Mickey James. Mickey James did great this week. Also, you know when she went up against Ronda, uh, she she yeah. she what she drop kicked her or something like that. Like she slid under the ropes and kicked her. She kicked her and Natalia. Then Ronda got in the ring and. and uh, got on the ground and arm barred her, arm barred her or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, give it Mickey James. I think that'd be a good one. Mickey James is good at, at making other people look good. Yeah, yeah, she really is. Like, you know, she's proven. And then, like, like I said, I feel like she could do good work with, you know, uh, with Ruby or with, you know, Alexa even. Because, like, other people forget Alexa. She, she's, she's not, she's not a, you know, Bailey or Sasha, but she can go. But I mean, you know, obviously they're just holding that close to them, I guess, until they figure out what what the next direction is. Because obviously, like Nia has it, she's in this comfortable yeah. face role or whatever, and you know they're still not done with that because uh, Alexa hasn't had her rematch, and they can't have it at the Royal Rumble because they they can't have any women's matches, so they gotta hold it off till Backlash, I guess. Yeah. So. Either way, um, that you know, so that was kind of how Raw closed out, and Raw was kind of just like, oh, you know, another thing, some... Booker T was on this episode, and it was, oh yes, it was, his, yeah. him and Corey was funny as hell. It was, it really was, like they they were poking fun at their quote unquote feud. <laughs> they yeah. were like, oh, we're not in the street. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot yeah, Corey said something, a lot times, yeah. but I, I was laughing at that. Oh, but yeah. you know, he actually did, he actually did all right, you know. I, I didn't mind. I thought they they were fine. Um, but yeah, like, did you have any other takeaways from Raw? Like anything that you know? Uh, besides, I'm I don't know. I'm really checked out most of the time during Raw. You know, three hours is a drag. Yeah, I mean, even even fast forwarding through it, it was like I said, it's like it, it was it was kind of directionless, just because like you you have them kind of coasting. Until until uh, the the rumble, but not only that, it's like uh, there's not a lot of potential storylines being set up currently. Just like you know, a couple of lagging ones, but it's like nobody yeah. knows exactly. And a lot of a lot of storylines all over the place because they're promoting backlash in one storyline and the rumble in one mm-hmm. storyline, and it's like yeah, uh, and you have all these you have you you have like new people that are trying to get over it, <laughs> have people from SmackDown that are just coming to Raw that you're trying to get over as well and then yeah. you have some of the old established people that you're still trying to get over and 
like some people that are heels are faces and some people that are faces should be heels and it's it's, it's really weird like yeah. i don't know i just feel like the flow of raw got really screwed over in the whole postmania equation you know yeah cuz like leading up to wrestlemania i felt like raw had you know like they, it felt like it had a decent structure like okay. i had a flow like a lot of the guys over on smackdown can be main eventers like yeah, and SmackDown's mid card or whatever. A lot of them could be main events. Like you got, you got Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, um, what's his name, Samoa Joe, The Miz, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Big Cass. You know, pitting the right feud, he can be a main eventer. You know, yeah, him and him yeah. and Daniel Bryan is on the mid card, but that's a main event. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. What you call it? You know, so like that's that's basically your mid card right there. And Shelton Benjamin, Shelton Benjamin can go with anybody. Um, mm-hmm. and so, you know, and I think, so SmackDown traded like all of their, the other guys, all of their guys that was just lingering, you know, mm-hmm. like the Ascension, Tyler Breeze and all that. And they got like heavy, you know, heavy hitters, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like and, they, they really got a, a lot of good out of it. It's, it's, it's kind of. It's kind of crazy, and it's like I don't know if people realize, <laughs> like, because a lot of people still just assume that SmackDown is a weak show. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, like SmackDown has has got some fire right now, especially if you're if you're in the wrestling, like, well, the wrestling aspect of wrestling. But like, let's talk about SmackDown more in detail then, because like that's obviously the more fun show to talk about. So, um, like it started out with Miss TV. And he was calling out Daniel Bryan. So, so, so one of the things. So, I think we mentioned on one of the earlier episodes how SmackDown storytelling kind of mm-hmm. took a backseat to Raw's for a while. Right? But I felt like this week it really came into fruition to me that the storytelling was coming back. And it was like some people don't agree because when I was watching ups and downs, like he, uh, Simon, he was kind of mad at the whole angle that Big Cass came out and kind of you know, was cutting this promo with The Miz, but I actually felt like Big Cass won me over a little bit with what he was saying, and it's not necessarily because he was saying anything new, but it's because of his delivery of it, you know? It was one part, I was like, meh, but then, but the, but when he said later on, and and I was like, oh shit, I I feel you, you know? Yeah. (laughs) He was like, like the, the part that I was like, oh shit, I feel you was basically him and Daniel Bryan got cleared on the same day. And now everybody talked about was Daniel Bryan. Exactly. <laughs> and so and I was like, like, I could see that. I was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> like now, now I understand why you're, you got beef with them. Yeah. And then, you know, it, and it's, it's cool to me. And on top of that, like, you know, I, I felt like he, the way he delivered his promo, like Cass has notoriously been a little weird with his promos. Cause it's like, when you watch him cut a promo, it's not necessarily that he's doing awful, but he has this weird look in his eyes, like he's looking at everybody in the room, mm-hmm. and he looks nervous, and he he still hasn't shaken that completely. But what I liked about this promo in particular is that you felt like the, the the longer the promo went on, the more emotion you started to get, and I felt like it was coming from a real place. Yeah, and he does have a lot of redeeming to do from the whole, you know, because he he has to pretty much bring himself back up, like reinvented, because. He can't do the you can't teach that anymore, and you know he's got to really distance himself from the Enzo thing. And I feel like a promo with Brian um, is, is a good step to do that, just because you know he he was pretty good in the ring, and he he has pot- you know he has that potential there. Now, granted, as like, I don't know if he's gonna be winning this feud because you know I mean it is Daniel Bryan. Like Daniel Bryan still has a lot of stock, so. You know, I can't really see him winning, but I mean, I could see it being, you know, if done right, I could see it working in his favor, you know, if the matches are good. But, um, you know, that that's a whole nother story. But either way, like, I felt like they did a good job here. Um, so when it comes to The Miz, though, what do you think about The Miz? Because he keeps talking about how the kid changed his life, right? And someone in the, in the Overslam group, shout out to Overslam, brought up the the idea of him and Daniel Bryan teaming up. Who, and the Miz and Daniel Bryan? The Miz, yes. I don't want to see now, that. I know you don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah. fight too. I, I want to see them fight too. But I 
also do not think that it is out the realm of possibility because knowing how WWE works, I could totally see them doing a we're you know we're both dads and Miz turns over a new leaf and Daniel Bryan you know they probably they maybe they fight it out and then they come to an agreement like I could see them doing that yeah <clears throat> so I I just don't want to rule it out but you know I I never really even really thought of that possibility until somebody else mentioned that but I mean obviously like I want to see I want to see the a heated feud like I want to see them go fully at it but like the 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 fact that Miz keeps bringing up that he's a changing man though makes me think that he might go he might he might go face before that happens which is weird cuz like I don't want to see that happen but you know, it, it kind of yeah. makes sense for his character. <clears throat> yeah, I see that. But um, you know, he was he was going at it with the uh, whole dad thing, but then he turned it on Daniel Bryan, and, and that's when I was like, okay, he's still a heel. Was when yeah, he yeah. said, you know, you know, Birdie. I mean, not Birdie. What's his daughter name? Some Monroe. Monroe Sky. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> so he said he was like, yeah, my daughter looked at me, and I looked at her, and we had this bond, and. You know, I felt like a changed man. He said, you know, you still got a vendetta against me after you had your daughter. You know, maybe y'all don't have that bond, you know. I mean, hey, look, look, I mean, as long I feel like this is a good way to get from point A to point B, though, because I feel like um, eventually, like I, I feel like this is a, a good SummerSlam build. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like. You know, obviously they have a lot of time. They could, they 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 could rebuild this whole thing. And starting with Big Cass is kind of like the the first step in this like in this feud is is cool with me. So yeah, I'm down. I'm down for it. <clears throat> but um, so after that, uh, what else do we have? You know, they're they're still building up CN Almas uh, Andrade coming up with um, Zelina Vega. Vega and I'm excited for that. I can't wait to see her on Raw with that. So uh, another story. Oh, so they did um, Asuka and Becky versus the Iconics, right? Yeah. So I'm a big fan of the Iconics, especially Peyton Royce. And I'm I'm happy with what they're doing. It seems like they're getting over with the crowd. Um, So I'm I'm happy for that, right? Mm -hmm. So... But what what do you think about them beating Asuka and Becky? Because clearly, like, so on one hand, I see it. I was like, as like, okay, you're you're getting the iconics over, right? Because they cheated. It wasn't fair, and blah blah blah. But um, I think there's a a case to be made about how as soon as as you know, as soon as like a streak or someone you know someone's chic is broken. Then they're just free to be on those those tag teams that have to suffer uh, like that. Like, how, how come it couldn't have been, uh, like you know Naomi or somebody else who, you know, doesn't have something prestigious to protect? And it's like it's it's not even like they're trying to build up a storyline where like Asuka goes on a, a slight losing streak right yeah. after her winning streak, but because they weren't really playing that up, it was just the, they they were just playing up the fact that the Iconics cheated to win. Yeah. So. You know, and obviously it was Becky who took the fall, not Asuka, but I don't know. How do you feel about that? Like, do, do, do you think that makes any difference, or do you think that, uh, you know, this could hurt Asuka in the long run? Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe you could do a thing where, like, Asuka lost her mojo, and she has to get her mojo back, you know, like her, she has to find out how to win again or something, or she's, like, shaking up. I don't know. Maybe, I mean that's what I would like to see, but yeah. yeah, like I feel like they need to play with that because you know, you know, if if for example, like if after they lost, Becky was upset, and then like Oscar was tight at Becky yeah. for you know, or you know, like looked disappointed and need to be consoled or something. Like I, yeah. I felt like that would have been cool, but you know, that's not where they went yet. So maybe it'll take another loss or something, but that was still, you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with that. I am too. I think, but I, th- I think, you know, overall they did it so that they can build up the Iconics so they can do that women's <laughs> tag team, uh, tag team division thing. Yeah. <clears throat> you so, know, I'm cool with that. I mean, I, I want to see, like, I want to see them do well. Cause like, I always thought that like way back before, 
like when Sasha and Bailey and Charlotte and them were still in NXT when I saw them wrestle for the first time, I was like, I feel like they're good. Like I could see them getting groomed to be champions in NXT and none of them ever did. Like I thought that they I honestly thought that during the the Oscar era they would have gotten the titles or at least before that. Yeah. Like I maybe it was like when Ember had it or something. Yeah. I thought they would have gotten it, but they never did. So I was curious, you know, you know, like they, they, they need to have a moment, but obviously as a duo in the women's division, that's that'll be hard unless they do this, yeah. this tag title thing. But, but, but if you do the tag title thing, then yeah. who are the tag teams? You know? Yeah, that's, like, that's, 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 a, that's a good point. I was about to say, I think uh, at the same time, you know, they didn't win the titles, but they had some of them, like they had better charisma than a lot of the, the, the females in NXT. Easily, yeah. Especially, especially during the era where they were the most like popping, like yeah, they they easily had some of the most charisma. Cause like I was not buying Liv Morgan, mm-hmm. I like you know like like she 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 got better, but they were way better than she was. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, like you know, Oscar is kind of like a an asterisk or whatever. But I, I mean, th- like I, I, I'll I, give you I'll give you Ruby Riot, but everybody else, you know, uh, Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan, Mandy Rose, uh, the other MMA fighter, what's her name? Deville, Sonya Deville. She, you know, the Iconics had way more charisma than all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, even, um, I, you know, hot take, you can even say uh, Ember Moon, you know, I didn't really like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, I, I like the, the Iconics have better pro, like, mic skills than Ember Moon does. Like, yeah. You know, Ember has them in the ring. Yeah, they're um, definitely by far. They're, yeah. on, they're on par, but I mean, like, you know, Ember. I've I've never really been a huge fan of her promos. Yeah. And did you, did you see? I think she, she even uh, fucked she up. Yeah. Up I did. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, I think she even I fucked up bad. on Monday. <laughs> I, I felt so bad, yo, because I saw it. I was like, oh no, because you could see it on her face. She was like, I, "This is my first time saying something. I fucked up." Yeah. But uh, regardless, um. Yeah, I just thought, you know, and obviously I think people are going to have split uh, opinions on that whole thing, but I feel like it's too early to call if it was that bad or not. I mean, I don't really care that they lost in the way they did because it, it was a, you know, heel victory. So, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. But um, speaking of the women, though, well, what I, what, like, what do you think about the, the Naomi and, like, Jimmy thing? Because, like... I kind of I, I like how they're playing with that aspect because they haven't done it yet. Yeah. And I liked the the promo they cut with each other because it like it showed their like real life chemistry. Yeah. And I liked the handshake they had. They pulled off without even thinking about it. That was cool. Yeah. It it, oh. it was real natural, you know, because I mean yeah, it, it was, is it was natural. Like, it was you know what I mean? Yeah. It was yeah. it was one of the most natural couple promos I've ever seen. Yeah. It it flowed Honestly. really easy, you know, because like, I I mean obviously they're married, but you know like it. I didn't see characters in that promo. You know what I mean? She looked exactly. like she was really like you know worried about this nigga. And he's like, baby, I got it, man. I got my brother. He got my back. Don't worry about it. You know, that's how, <laughs> that's how, that's how yeah. I'll talk to <laughs> You know? So, uh, yeah, it, it was real. And and I like it because it gives her. It, I think everybody has something to do except, like, Lana and Tamina. Like, which, I think Tamina's hurt again. Lana, oh, Lana yeah. doesn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, maybe she can be. Maybe she could. Uh, uh, yo, I forgot about Lana. I. T- you know, maybe she can uh, be with Rusev Day and Shinsuke, but we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, either way, I thought that was interesting. I mean, the way, like, her, her distraction was kind of weird because it kind of plays on that, like, are you heel or are you face thing? Yeah. And I was like, wait, so are they doing the good guy thing or, like, are they going to try to twist this around? And obviously, like, I see what, the, what they're going, but, I mean... Without the Bludgeon Brothers having uh, a female companion, it's like I don't see how this balances out. And it's like it's not gonna be fucking uh, what's her name um from Sanity because Nikki Sanity's Cross. coming up. It's not gonna be Nikki Cross. I'm like that would be that would be really weird if they try to balance it out with Nikki Cross because I'm like well, wait she's, so... she's still on NXT. They showed a they showed a promo of her having a match soon in NXT. Okay, good. Yeah. I think you you probably fast forwarded through it, but yeah, they showed her. Yeah. 
I did, I did. But um, <laughs> but either way, like the it, it's just weird to me because it's like I don't know who would balance out that that factor if you're gonna bring Naomi into it. Is it? You know, I don't really see where that where that goes. Um, unless they just unless it's just a tag team with a you know with an accomplice, you know, like I'm cool with that. But you know, it, it seems like they they're they're putting a lot of effort into trying to tell the story where Naomi is getting involved or trying to help them. So you know, maybe maybe they'll do a thing where like Naomi ends up getting hurt while trying to help them, and that kind of fuels their fire to. Yeah. I don't know, like they're just throwing stuff out there, you know. Because no, no, it, it, it does... um, so yeah. Other than that, um, you know, but you're still you're still kind of building this story, you know, some some stories, some subtle things. Uh, Char- uh Carmella cut a pretty good promo on Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Carmella oh. has done a. Bef- on the mic. I'm sorry. Before that, though, like I, yeah. I was, I was sitting here, like, cause at first I was just like, man, but then she replayed the promo, like the, the video, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she did it again. Yo, I was like, oh shit, she really making these things sit through this. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, she is mad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was funny to me. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. And it was just like, I don't know. I, f- I feel like. Carmella has has a little bit of an edge, and it's like I I don't I don't necessarily think Carmella could back it up, but I feel like she has enough charisma to carry her through this this program that they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously Charlotte got the better of her in that whole thing. I don't know if they're gonna try to pull a twist and have Carmella keep the championship, or if Charlotte's gonna retain really quick. But you know, I I don't necessarily. Um, I'm not displeased with how they're handling the women's belt right now. It's just like a matter of where is it going? Yeah. Um, you know, but you know, Carmilla, I, I felt like she did a good job on the mic though. So I was happy with that. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And she, she's always been uh pretty legit on the mic. So I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, mm-hmm. What else? What what was next? Oh yeah, uh, I don't know if we talked about it, but then the uh the match that happened also in two thousand eight with uh Randy Orton and Shelton Benjamin. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we went God. back to the past. <laughs> Go back to the... <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, I, I, it's it's just funny because I feel like you know, like let's say like like my uncle, he doesn't keep up with wrestling, but you know, we used to watch all the time, you know, back in the day. So I feel mm. like it's for somebody like him flipping through the channels then the NBA playoffs, you know, because uh. T, like on our TV on Verizon, like TNT and USA are right next to each other. So let's say a, a commercial break on basketball uh, comes. So you know you just flip the channel and you see, oh shit, Shelton Benjamin and Randy Orton. Like, <laughs> I think it's like one of those moments. You know, I think it's for like that those type of people because mm-hmm. Shelton Benjamin, Randy Orton, and Jeff Hardy. Like, you be like, oh, what year is it? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, man. nah, for real. I agree. I agree. And then Sunil like... Singh showed up, and it was like, okay, so they're still. That's I guess that's their way of still keeping gender in this feed. I don't know. I'm just mad confused. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, I guess that's their way of keeping gender still alive in this feud. Yeah, since he's on Raw, you know, yeah. it's kind of just like a little peak, and you know, like because that's not over because they have all these crossover feuds now, which just makes yeah. it extra confusing. But um, I don't know. I enjoyed the match though. Like you know, you like obviously Randy has very like various ways on both extremes. Like he could either be really good or really boring. I felt like this Randy just you know just you know I think you know people forget Shelton could work and they had good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed watching that. Um, but yeah, that was cool. But other than that, um, I really I think we like the what we really want to talk about is you know like obviously you know they were building some tag team stuff whatever that it's not necessarily important. Yeah. But I, I think what we really want to talk about is Nakamura because I feel yeah. like Nakamura is the the MVP of SmackDown right now. He is by far. By far. Yeah. By far. And 
you know, we probably played at the you, beginning. As, yeah, but... say, as you heard in the intro, you know, Nakamura, like he has a new theme song and it's amazing. Yeah, so <laughs> I thought some people have mixed opinions about this in Overslam. And I can understand where you're coming from because the, like, the, I, I would argue that his, his first theme is a modern classic, right? Uh-huh. But I kind of see this as like the the disturbed version of Austin's theme where it's like it's similar but it's the same I mean it's similar but it's different and it kind of has a, a a grit to it. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of how I feel about this version of Nakamura's theme. I heard it and I was like, "Oh, snap. Like yeah. what is going on?" And it's like and like they they talked about this in the commentary too, but it's like they the way that it's the song is paced kind of like throws yeah. you off. Yes. It's like you want to it, bob, but then it's like it kind of forces you to be like, oh, wait. What, what's I going was thrown all the way off. I was like, yo, <laughs> I can't even hum with it no more. I was like, wait. <laughs> and then, and then the but comment, I like that. Yeah. Because that's a real dickhead move right there. You don't want people humming along with your theme. Put a rapper on it, dude. They don't know what the hell he's saying. And it threw everybody yeah. off. It threw me off. Exactly. It worked. You know, I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on? And then Corey goes, uh, he got tired of the WWE Universe uh, chanting along with his theme, so he got somebody to rap over it. I was like, oh, that's funny as hell. Yeah. And, and it's I, like, I love the drum line. Like, I don't know. I like the new instrumental to it. And uh, either way, it just like it, the, the, the whole logic in general. Yeah. It was just, it made me laugh. Like, like to me, I I think like the best feuds going on in WWE right now is uh, Gargano and Ciampa. Uh, that's that's one A, and Shinsuke and AJ Styles is one B. I feel like I was gonna say Shinsuke and AJ Styles nuts. AJ Styles nuts <laughs> <laughs> because this guy AJ like dead ass when when he got. He got nut shotted this time. I was like, it, t- "Please tell me he's wearing a cup this time." Yeah, but he's not. And I was like, "So I feel like the clear like culmination of this this plot is that when they finally have their match, he is gonna wear a cup, and it's gonna be like he tries to nut shot him. And he's like, "Oh, what's happening?" And then he's gonna be like, ah, ah, ah. and then he's gonna hit him with like you know a knee or something. But it's just so funny to me how. Like he sells it like the the best, like like the the way he hits it, the way AJ sells it was amazing. And I felt like this time it was even better because when the club, oh, first of all, we have to mention they got the club back together, which yeah. was dope. Yeah, yeah, I love that. But when when the club kind of stepped in and Nakamura took them out, yeah, it added a layer to the feud to me. Yeah, and and the and the commentary, uh, the commentaries like storytelling was amazing, and it added, and that's what it's supposed to do. The commentary is supposed to add to the match, you know what I mean? It's supposed to they're supposed to work in unison, and that's exactly what it did. I agree. And, and with Corey, when okay, so Shinsuke was about to uh, kiss Shaza AJ, and then uh, Anderson jumped in. I was like, oh shit, he sacrificed himself, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, damn, that was fire, yo. And so, you know, and then, uh, Shinsuke was looking. He's like, okay. So Shinsuke picked him up. I was like, what is he about to do? And AJ was trying to get up too, but he was hurt. And so mm-hmm. he couldn't get up, you know. So I, he was trying to sacrifice himself for uh, Anderson, but he couldn't get over there because he was still hurt. And Shinsuke mm-hmm. kinshazes him again. And it's like, oh, shit, he just killed this dude, yo. And Corey yeah. goes, uh, and Corey on commentary goes, you know, if you want to hurt the boss, you got to take out the people that's closest to him. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, that's so fucking fire. I was like, yo, this story yeah, was amazing. I was like, I'm I'm just super hyped to see more of that, yo. Like, they're doing a good job. Like, you know, like the Shinsuke heel is probably one of the, you know, it's just proof that Vince knows what he's doing sometimes. It's like, you know, you have a lot of stupid stuff going on on Raw. And, you know, SmackDown, like, they're, they're building some stories. Not everything's fully manifested, but they're building some stuff. But you got you got this one fire story right now, at least. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, there's definitely some stuff going up on, up there in Vince's mind. Or whoever is, whoever came up with that. Yeah, yeah, whoever is in charge of this, bravo, man. I love it. 
Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, like, did did you get to check out uh, NXT by any chance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. Yeah. So, like, uh, this NXT was, you know, there wasn't too many major things. They're kind of building up a few things. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, w- I was happy with the episode. Uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed, in particular, how you know what they were doing with Champa, just because like I just thought that was funny. I wasn't really expecting it either, because like I thought that was done, but yeah. obviously at the end of the episode you had Champa come out and attack Gargano before his match with Aleister Black, which led to just a brutal beating and a table spot and. You know, because it wasn't in a match, Gargano was paralyzed or something, and they had to take him away. Yeah. And then you pretty much had an Eric Young send-off match. And in place of that, since Eric Young and Sanity are going to SmackDown, or, yeah, is it SmackDown? Yeah, yeah, it is SmackDown. SmackDown. Which was cool, uh, pretty cool match. Yeah, it was a good Um, good match. But, like, other than that, yeah, definitely. Um... I'm curious to see what they're gonna do on SmackDown as well. It's just gonna add to their roster tag teams too. Yeah. Which is dope. Um, but um, other than that, I'm excited for for next week in particular because of uh, Bianca Belair. She's oh, gonna yeah. fight Candice LeRae. But I it's can't like, wait. It seems like they're kind of setting her up again, like you yeah. know, kind of repackaging her a little bit, or not repackaging, but like you know, it seems like they're they're setting her up for a push, maybe. Yeah. So I mean, because be, because before I don't think she ever had a package. They just throw her out there. He was like, oh, "Okay, it's Bianca Belair for yeah, the tournament." Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so, but and this is like there. They put out the trailer, kind of. Yeah, it's like, all right, okay, yeah, we good now. We know who she is. And I think she'll be an asset to this new this new era, I suppose, if you want to call it that. Um, the but, oh, damn, they were they they showed. Something else for somebody, and I'm drawing a blank right now. But oh fuck, this is gonna bother me because like mm-hmm. I saw. Oh no! The, so what they were setting up with uh, Dakota Kai. Um, what do you think about that? Like her being like like so. First, first off, it seems like Shayna Baszler's like next major feud is with Dakota Kai, right? Because mm-hmm. Dakota Kai, she she fucked her up like that that first match she had and like messed up her arm. Yeah, she was out and, since that yeah, uh, match. Right? Yeah. And now she's back and you know, now that uh Shayna's champion, they're they're trying to set up the story that Dakota Kai is I, like at first like they had that whole thing where she came into the women's rock locker room and talked to all the people who aren't on NXT yet and were just like, Hey, I run this place and then Dakota left. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, I guess she's just not having it. She's just standing up against it. But now they're trying to set it up as, like, oh, she's just scared. And, like, this is kind of a redemption. Because she, like, Dakota Kai has, is kind of like a Bailey type where she's, she's just kind of like a fan favorite, you know. Um, and she she is good. Like, I've seen some of her matches and her, like, she, she has a good moveset. I'm a fan of hers. But it's like. You know, I was I was kind of weird. I thought it was kind of weird that they were trying to make her seem like she was scared rather than just like, you know, vengeful. Because I thought she like I thought for a week she was kind of vengeful, but oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with Shayna though, because like I'm I'm coming around on on Shayna a lot just just because like I feel like she's kind of put in the work. She she has a interesting ring psychology that plays up to her strengths. Mm-hmm. Um. And I like how much of a bully she is. Yeah. Well, maybe she maybe she gives Dakota, uh, Dakota Kai an edge, or maybe like like, like maybe she like kind of recruits Dakota Kai and put it under her wing. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I could see her trying to build some kind of thing, but I feel like they're not going to do that until the potentially potentially the other horsewomen come up, if that. Yeah, because they but, keep uh, they keep showing them, but they don't do shit. Yeah, they don't. And one like, of them is you know, one of like the tall, one skinny of, ones. Always there at all the yeah. One of them is Roderick Strong's wife. Like <laughs> yeah, who's a heel now? He's a heel, so I mean, she could come. I mean, I know she's being a mom, but I mean, <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, well, I guess we'll see what happens there. But you know, I'm curious to see where they where they go. I mean, obviously, like this is kind of that weird period for NXT where they have to pr- press the reset and. You know they they lost some of their key people, so they gotta 
you know, rearrange everything. But I mean, I feel like Alistair's doing his thing. Um, you know, they they got some good tag teams down there, but you know, like they're they're setting War Machine up to be like the new big thing, or yeah. Royal Raiders, I should say. Um, you know, just gotta wait and see what happens, though. Yeah, one of the, one of the War Raiders is married to uh, Sarah Logan. Really? Oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Damn. You know, so maybe, you know, he can help her with her English. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we ain't shit. <laughs> well, uh, tomorrow's a big day, man. Yes, it is. Tomorrow is a big day. Well, are, are well, we talking well, about tomorrow, as in Friday or tomorrow? I'm talking about. Thursday? I'm talking about tomorrow. Oh shoot! I should be saying today since y'all listen to this on Thursday. You know, Avengers is coming out. So, yeah, so like uh, I said, that's the main focus. I'm about to go that's ahead and get some sleep. You know, go ahead and get the. You know, so we can watch that and be you know ready to you know watch everybody die. I'm ready or, to see people die. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, we going off topic. Man. <laughs> yeah, but like I, you know, quickly, you know, like the the greatest Royal Rumble ever oh, shit, is, yeah. is coming up on Friday. Yeah, and you know, obviously, I'm not even gonna try to make predictions. I don't care. I just know, like some sh- shit is gonna happen. So if it's major, we will try to do a small episode and talk about it. Um, but you know, if it's bullshit, then you know we'll just bring it up next episode. Yeah. Cause you know I, I I'm hoping it's it's a good turn. I'm gonna be watching at work because it's gonna be on at 11 p.m. Yeah. Eastern time. You know what's, so you know what's you know what's fucked up sidebar. Yeah. So I used to be able to watch WWE Network at my job. Yeah. But you know I, I guess you know they they did a proxy thing. Oh, uh, I used to hate that. And in the, but the thing is the the thing is like my job is relatively like loose with that like you could like it's it's mad easy to go on our our computers at work like people like i have coworkers who send coworkers like porn links all the time (laughs) but i can't fucking watch wwe network (laughs) i used to like i i used to watch nxt and stuff at at work in the background so it just it just made it easier for me to consume all this shit but now it's like unless I go on a, a fake website, you know, I, I could go on a website and watch it. But um, so that's probably what I'm gonna have to do for the Greatest Royal Rumble, unless I just like I, I might just download the app on my phone and watch it that way. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna do. But it's just like the internet in, in my office is kind of iffy too, so it's like I, I don't know. I'll, I'll see what happens, but I, I do. I, I'm gonna try to watch it just just to stay abreast. But I mean, it's it's just hard for me to imagine any like too many major things happening. Like I could see, I could see, um, you know, the the Roman Brock thing being possibly major. But I mean, like there there's no stakes for the Royal Rumble. Like they they haven't said said like oh the winner gets this or that or you know like they'll they'll probably have temporary bragging rights if it's if it's anybody of note. Like mm-hmm. I could see it just being somebody who just shows up for you know once like you know. And they're just like, oh, he won, and then that's it, you know. Like, there's a uh, there's a picture of oh, I forgot who was in this damn picture. I think it was Dolph Ziggler, Titus O'Neil. I could be getting all the black people mixed up, but it might have been Bobby Lashley. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> but Raymond Stereo was on the plane with them. Yeah, yeah. And they was I on one of those so. good ass planes with like the beds and shit. Yeah, yeah. That's what Xavier Woods <laughs> posted a picture from there too. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I mean, it'll, I'm sure it'll be exciting, you know, it's just like, or, you know, as rumbles are, but, you know, it's it, at the end of the day, it's a glorified house show. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see, you know, I, but, you know, I'm not necessarily killing myself over it. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. But yeah, other than that, yeah, I, that's that's all I got so far. I mean, this week was kind of you know slow build. Like I enjoyed SmackDown storytelling. I, I like where they're going with that, and you know, but you know, NXT is kind of rebuilding. Smack, uh, Raw is definitely rebuilding, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens at this Rumble thing. Yeah, the 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. the Ultimate Battle Royal, no Royal Rumble. Battle Royals and Royal Rumbles are two different things. 
Yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man, it was, it was a dope episode. You know, it's uh, it's pretty late, so I'm gonna go ahead and get to drop this episode on the on the feed or whatever. Mhm. Sounds right. good. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, anything? Any thoughts before we head out? Nah, I'm good. I'm good, man. All right, we'll we'll convene. Like you know, if if you hear from us again, uh, you know, <laughs> before, if you hear from I, us I, before I, next Thursday, you know, it was a good rumble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right, yeah. So you know, appreciate y'all checking out Smart Mentality Podcast uh, on iTunes everywhere. You know, you listen to us at SoundCloud. You know, we here. It's old damn Dell for my man JD. You know, peace yeah. out. Later.